This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who's got a cheating girlfriend, a ghosting story, and a fuckboy. Check it out, share with your friends, enjoy. Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Fridge, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep on doing that. Keep telling people, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, Anybody with ears, that's who we want. I want them listening to the podcast. we got to keep this thing growing. Every week it gets bigger, and that's only because of you and word of mouth. That's the only way this gets out. So keep spreading the word, and keep sending me your Snapchats. JTrain56, I'm on Snapchat. I'm also on Instagram, which I'm starting to use more and more. So Jared Freed on Instagram. You can find me, J-A-R-E-D-F-R-E-I-D, on Instagram. Um, and Keep sending me you listening to the podcast. It, it's it's it, a, a tear streams down my cheek every time I see a video or a picture of you and how you're listening. A little, a little quiet stream of tears going down my cheek as I'm on the s- subway watching you listen to me talk about nothing. So I really appreciate it. It literally feathers my nuts. Get that giant feather out. And just brush it up and down the seam of my ball sack. Every time you spread the word, tell a friend, or send me a snap or Instagram of how you're listening, where you're listening, and in all over the world, it's crazy. It, and it's like I'm jumping. You know, it's it, it feels very sci-fi. Like I'm jumping into your lives for those ten seconds to see how it's going down. It's just a wild thing that this thing gets out there. For all of you to see and hear, and uh, I, it's, I really appreciate. It. And I've met a lot of you lately at some of the shows I've been doing, so that's very cool too. You know, it's not always nice coming on stage and having someone yell "J Train" or "Feather My Nuts." You know, that's kind of a weird thing for like someone else to hear that doesn't know this podcast. But it's fun for me. I enjoy it. Um, I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, we've tried to schedule before, known him for a while. It's a long time coming. Pat Dixon, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's really good to have you, man. So yeah. funny. At Pat Dixon on Twitter. He's got a podcast, uh, The New York City Crime Report, which yeah. has been around for a while, right? Since 2011. And, and can you explain to the listeners, because I know everyone here that listens to this is looking for more shows to add to their library. How would you explain the New York City Crime Report? Well, you know, I mean, you want to find it, go to crimereport.nyc, and it's all about 
New York City crime. That's the point. That's the whole thing. It's all jokes. Uh, you imagine uh, the, the New York Post with, with punchlines. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, we got a saying. It has the motto. It's uh, robbery, murder, rape, hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, and it's a it's an irreverent show. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're talking to your friends, you, you can joke about shit like that. Yeah, you, know, you read in the post, and and it doesn't matter if a kid fell out of a window. There's something funny about it. Yeah, but you're not used to hearing stuff like that uh, on a show. So I think, as far as I know, the only show that covers all New York City crime uh, in a comedic way. And you're just looking at the crime report. You're seeing something that happened, and you're mm-hmm. saying, how fucked up is that that this happened? Yeah, like this guy came up from Baltimore to, mm. to kill black people in New York. <laughs> this is a, a true story. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, a what do you call it, a white supremacist. Okay. And he, and he wanted to come to the media capital of the world so he could make his point. And, and ki- they caught and, him before he did it? No, he killed a black guy. Oh, my God. And then he turned himself in. He turned himself in. Yeah, and he, he hates black guys. That's why he did it. So he's now it going sounds like to, he hates one black guy. Well, he's going to prison. <laughs> he's going to be surrounded by black guys. Uh, <laughs> that might happen. He's yeah. a little alarmed. I, I, they, they some today he was in the paper. He's like, you know, he's, he's in Rikers or whatever now. And he's like, there's a lot of black people here. He didn't realize. <laughs> he didn't see that coming. Yeah, he could have played. He's like, even the staff. <laughs> yeah. He should have just went golfing. You know, yeah, like, I mean, I, like or something like that. You know, like yeah. if you want to get away from the people you don't enjoy. All kinds of ways to describe against people yeah shut them out i i so you basically go through each of these stories and, and especially in new york you, you probably see the weirdest crimes in the world oh there's a lot of weird stuff yeah what's yeah. it do you have one that like comes to mind that was like the most memorable well it was there was this guy named uh ronaldo Sebra, and uh he uh was uh some kind of model underwear model and he was traveling here with a, some guy in his 60s okay uh Sounds like there's From some, some uh, it was an dick old, sucking an old, going on. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. an, old, an old gay dude who could help this guy with his career. Okay. Well, this guy got tired of being gay and when just snapped, and uh, he was he's only 22 years old, but he just ruined this guy. What I mean, mean, it was in a hotel room, international uh, hotel. He uh, This was in Times Square. He used a corkscrew to remove his scrotum and balls. Oh, so this guy who was used the old man to get his career going yeah. and decided went crazy to, and went, fucking killed him murdered him yeah oh my he god he wore he wore his testicles as a bracelet uh, oh so this guy, I, mean, <laughs> I mean this guy this old guy's going to be a better person he's going to vet his uh mm. his runaways better dude <laughs> Yeah, be a little more careful next time when you yeah. have these boy toys. You yeah, know? I mean, like hey, you get to learn the warning signs, and they're getting tired of sucking. That is dick. a wild story. I yeah, mean. yeah, it's one of many. I mean, like there's a, when you, when people ask that, it's like, well, there's a guy who cut his mother up into pieces and put her into different garbage cans all throughout the South Bronx. Okay, and and weird coincidence with that guy, his wife, who you know this guy, they put him obviously in prison for cutting yeah. his mother's head off. Uh, she killed their kid because he dropped an egg on a floor. Oh, so this is just they just wildly crazy. It, these it, people. It's a weird coincidence. Yeah. Usually, you know, like maybe she might have had the right idea to kill that boy before he grows up yeah. and kills mom. Well, like this, this <laughs> Well, this episode started weird. I, I think we're all in for a nice treat today. <laughs> this is like we're going to chop up some family members. If you're mm-hmm. listening with your mom right now, listen, okay? Call the kids in the room. <laughs> get them all in. Get around the fire. We got Pat Dixon here. We're going to talk about chopping up your family and, you know, young runaways beating up their <laughs> 
they're, they're you, gay. You know, you could do sugar a, daddies. You could do a whole show just on dog fuckers. Really? Yeah. There's so many, not not necessarily in New York because people dog fucking is more of a Florida thing. Okay, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's their thing. That's, yeah, Florida. Our thing is chopping up the bodies. Theirs is uh, <laughs> just a lot of body Fido, disposal. Fido here. looks hot today. There was one in Tempe, Arizona, and I and I was just thinking, man, I wish this would happen in New York because then you could talk about it. Because then I could talk about it. You got it. rules on your podcast. Well, I only talk about stuff that happens <laughs> yeah. in New York. But I think that what I'm going to do is introduce a segment saying I, I, things I wish I could talk about. Yeah, things I wish happened in New York so that we can make fun of it. Because when you fuck a dog, you know, and it's dog, you need to be known as the dog fucker from now on. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, you, that needs to be said as often as possible. Also, that's, that's a status. Fucking the dog is really like you know. At what point, like, aren't you a little embarrassed to walk by the dog later in the day? <laughs> You know, like, at least if you fuck, a, like, a food item, you don't have to, like, have, like, the food item look at you later and be like, really? It's, it would be you in your head. Have, you know, like, there's it no judgment from the food item. I feel like my dog would have a lot of judgment. See, it would be in your head, not in the dog's head. The dog, I don't think he remembers it. He just he just knows that there's a reason he wants to go back into the uh, yeah. laundry room again, you know? He, he, knows there's a, <laughs> he knows there's a reason he doesn't like when you're about to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> he runs out of the room when you're going to get undressed for the day. It's so many more women fucking dogs than you'd expect. Really? It's typically women yeah i think that it's, it's that scares the shit out of me uh, maybe that's just how bad men are doing these days i you mean know? listen uh, i i had too many some video of the games. women i've been with they probably just figured you know the fido would be the next best option yeah i don't know so listen pat i'm pumped to have you at pat dixon on twitter and instagram and uh new york city crime report crime report.nyc go check it out it's a fun show that's a great concept i like it thanks because uh, yeah. there's always new shit that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. We expanded it to uh, Compound Media this year, or last year, a year and a half ago, however long it's been. So it's like just the podcast, uh, and then it's also, it's cool to have that visual element, you know, and hey, the totally whole new audience. It. Yeah, Compound, you do Kumia yeah, shows sometimes. Yeah, I've been on Kumia yeah. sometimes, and they yeah. have all the cameras set up, and they can bring up the stuff on YouTube and shit, and yeah. it's fun. <laughs> we do a lot of production, yeah. A lot of production. Well, let's get into the emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Send in anything you'd like. If you're fucking a dog, let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. Are you ready? This is a big one. We're going to start with a bang. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's called SOS from Minnesota. What's up, J-Train? I've been a devout listener since you rocked the Carolina Cup, and your podcast keeps me going as I trudge through my big four nightmare of a career. I declare your nuts to be feathered. Let's get down to business. I've been dating the love of my life for about two years now. We're both 23. Okay? You're, you're married. Yeah, I'm married, yeah. Okay. I was married when I was 23 to somebody else. Yeah? Yeah. So that went not well. Well, I don't know if you've met the love of your life at 23. Well, I think there can be a lots of loves of your life. Of course. I, I think yeah. <laughs> I, th I think you can I think that if you're if we're really going to be practical about this whole thing, there's a bunch of people I could end up with. Yeah. And I had I had one from my 20s, 130s and now my 40s. There so. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, need, you need several, you're right. She's an 879. So we have a rating system here on the podcast. Guys or girls can use it. It's a face body personality. It's the area code method. Face, body, personality. Eight, seven, nine. Okay. Eight face, seven body, nine per personality. Solid career. We have plenty of shared interests, and we love each other's families. Her one flaw, besides having voted for Hillary, but we both wished Marco would have made a run, so it's fine, is she blacks out way too easily at bars and has a propensity to say, do things that she doesn't mean during the blackout. It's never been anything we haven't been able to talk through, so I've never given it a ton of thought. We've talked about engagement. I have the ring picked out and was on pace to propose <laughs> Memorial Day weekend until yesterday. Are you ready? Yesterday, something came up, and this was sent in four hours ago. 
When I picked her up from the airport after a girl's trip to D.C., she told me she blacked out one of the nights and made out with another guy, according to all her friends. Her friends pulled her away as soon as they saw that was happening and immediately carried her out of there. That's how how, how out of it she was. That's the story they've agreed on. This, Let's just know this that. Sound, this sounds like a, you know, Let's get our let's get our ducks in line. Yeah, type of story. Uh, this is the first violation of fidelity we've ever had. That you all know of. If she blacks out, you don't know what the fuck has happened. But oh we'll move on. And as uh, even as a formerly jealous boyfriend, I know she's always been worthy of my trust. She's been miserable since telling me, and I genuinely know she wishes she hadn't come out of uh, so out of control and put herself in the situation. I know it was a result of the blackout, but I just don't know what I should do here. Is this a one-time instance, not a big deal in the long run? Any advice is appreciated, especially any similar narratives you've seen in your typical social circles, as I'm extremely inexperienced with infidelity. Thanks for your advice. Keep up the good work. Uh, keep making the world a better place. Uh, P.S. To illustrate the maturity of our relationship, we're considering couples counseling to get through this. P.P.S. I told her I can't make any sound decisions without consulting the almighty J Train as a fan <laughs> herself. She totally understood. Oh my God. So she might, they might be listening to this. Could be the couples therapy that they're having right yeah, now. So you both have your issues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all got our issues. We, yeah. Some people come to me for advice and other people, you know, get blacked out and fuck the waiter. You know, so I, I don't know. What do we think? Have you ever been in this situation? You ever been cheated on? Sort of, yeah. Sort of? Well, I have, but I was cheated on by a, a girl who was I, I was cheating with. So I was married, <laughs> and the chick that I thought... So you're married, you're cheating on your wife. With this redhead. And the redhead is cheating on you. The redhead fucked some dude in, like, Oklahoma or something. Yeah. Okay, and how, what, what, how'd you find out? I was about... Oh, she, she told me because she thought I'd found out. So she okay. told she was like, "Oh, I know what he told you that this and this." And I was like, "Wait, hold on a second. And then I just started pulling at that string. Yeah. And uh, anyway, but let's. Uh, but about this this situation here, I, I would wonder if this guy drinks. Uh, does he drink to excess like she does? And uh, that makes a big difference. You Why know? does that make a di- big difference? Well, because uh, if he shares in the same thing, like, "Oh yeah, I black out all the time too," then like you get about as good as you can. Uh, you don't know what you're going to do either, really. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, you're both playing with fire. Yeah, and, and something. It but sounds like one of those situations, plus, and, and, and you see this with the relationships a lot, it's like the the one out-of-control woman or guy with the doting like father-mother figure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's what The reason it matters is you can slide into a caretaker role, like yes. you said. And, and you don't want that. It sounds like it's probably already happened to some degree. Here's the other part of it. You can't trust her... I don't think uh, at all, you know, because yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, you, you've, you've to had put this it mildly false sense of security yeah. that you're like, oh yeah, she, I know, I understand loving her, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you can so, love someone and know that they're fucked up, and then you end up not being able to to really follow through on all those big plans because uh, I mean, marriage and stuff like that. It's going to be miserable, dude. It will be the per- miserable. The, the, I'm a little apprehensive about this advice giving, c- considering they're both fans of the podcast. I know that they might. Both be, you know, now I feel like I'm too close to the situation, but I'll push through. Um, yeah, well, you almost have to give her a little bit of advice, too. I mean, listen, if you're well, blacking out that much, this is a, a problem with falling in love at 21. Yeah. You know, no personal responsibility. You're now growing up with someone else. So instead of having to grow up alone and figuring out the type of person you are and how, and your deficiencies. I, I, I mean, I, I'll tell this story kind of, I don't know if it relates. I, I'm, I'm kind of, 
and this relates. I have a friend that, um, and I, I, I always say that if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, uh, or you have, or you're married young, you've had a personal assistant your whole life. You've had two extra set of eyes. You know, when you look at so, a single guy's apartment, it's all a mess because no one's there to be like, hey, we got to clean it up for this. You know, like there's no one on your schedule all the time. There's no one letting you know, oh, this Saturday we got to be ready for this thing and that thing. It happens with weddings all the time, I notice it. The couples that are going to the wedding are always more prepared as if this is their big trip than I ever am. Uh, I get to the wedding, I'm like throwing my shit in the luggage the day of being like, oh my God, I should get in a, uh, get a hotel room. And beyond even just having the assistant, too, if I can just interject sure, just real please. quick, because you have shared knowledge, right? Like, yes. between the two of you, you might three quarters uh, ask know how to get through life. Yes. You know, like, like <laughs> otherwise you end up going, like, why do I itch? Oh, yeah. you have to change your sheets? Really? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. You're not really growing to your fullest potential. You always have this crutch of a person. You, you know, and I think of it with the, with the, with the wedding stuff. I, I bring it back to the wedding stuff because I had a friend who got divorced uh, later in life, and, he, and he's a good friend of mine, and we were rooming together at this wedding, and it was, the wedding was black tie optional. And I look at it, he, but he gets his stuff out of the bag, and he's wearing this like bright suit with like a no tie. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go open, open shirt, like it was like a pink check shirt open with like a gray suit, and I go or a gray jacket with like khaki. It just it, black tie optional means dark suit or fucking tux. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't mean you know optional doesn't mean just optional. <laughs> right. It doesn't mean just you know you know get creative. It yeah. means get in line with the fucking wedding idiot. Uh-huh. And he and I'm looking at him and he goes, "I'm ready." I go, "Dude, it's black tie optional. What are you wearing?" And he's like, optional. And I'm like, and he, but he, this is my point. He just recently had gotten divorced. And I, and I looked at him and I go, I go, dude, people have been looking at me with the face I'm giving you since we've gotten out of college. Cause I've been perpetually single or not in the serious relationship to bring a girl to a wedding mode. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly showing up to weddings being like, you need a cummerbund? Like, you need this? You need that? And it's these little things that a girl would have been on my ass being like, did you get the cufflinks? Did you do the right thing? Because that is someone picking up the slack that we all have. But it's possible to learn from that, too. No, you can learn from it, but it's also someone that's not letting you learn because you never feel the pain of not going through this. You oh, know? I see what so, you mean. So right. you, like, to really yeah. learn from mistakes, you have to feel the pain of a mistake. Yeah. When you're in a relationship, there's that other person that's kind of like... A safety net. A safety net. And, and I'm saying to my... And I looked at my buddy, I go, listen, dude, no one's going to fucking say this to you, but I go, I have to double and triple check shit because there's no one else to help me fucking realize that optional means... Means put on a dark suit and look right. Uh-huh. And he was like, and I go, I know you're recently divorced, but like this is what fucking happens. And everyone's gonna look at you the way they looked at me, where it's like, how the fuck did you not remember the black socks? I'm like, because I don't have this nag with me uh-huh. yelling about the black socks for two months before the wedding because I don't give a shit about this wedding. Uh-huh. Where you two have to give the shit when you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, oh, yeah. this is all you have to talk about. And not to make girlfriend or boyfriend sound bad, but this is just the monotony of relationships where half your time is spent talking about the next big event coming up. So, bringing it back to this guy, how is this girl ever going to learn from her mistake if you're there as the love of her life telling her it's okay, you just blacked out, nothing went wrong? 
Good question. And if she was also, if she was alone, she would maybe have that moment in the mirror to say, "Hey, maybe I should stop drinking." Well, go on. What were you saying? Yeah, I mean, like to take it to that level. Yeah, yeah. But I I think if but if 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 I was a guy, I would say, "Look, uh, you black out. You don't know what you're doing." Yeah. That's what happened. You didn't do that because you just wanted to kiss somebody. Uh, you yeah. did it because you were blacked out. So what are you going to do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Yes. Well, this is this is my point. And, and she, just say that. You know what I mean? He and could say, she, well... And she's going to know. The answer is there in her head. It's like, you know, well, the only, there's only one thing you can do. Because most people who black out, they don't, they don't black out on purpose. No. They're just bad they're, at drinking. They, they plan to have a couple of beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like, this is the night. Blackout city. I mean, I've done that anytime. And sometimes I'll cheers a shot. And I'll be like, see you tomorrow. And then take yeah. a shot. <laughs> good night, Jared. Good night, everybody. Uh, I'll be here, but I won't be here. Uh, you know, but I'm saying... The, the 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 toughest part of young relationship is that you could look her in the face and be like, hey, it was a mistake. This is the one time. And then move on. This is not a move onable thing. You have the ring picked out. You have to say to her, major changes have to be made as far as her and your drinking habits together. Why is she getting blacked out? Is she upset about other shit? Is she not uh, mature enough to have... Is she socially immature with the group? Does she feel, I have nothing to talk about with people, so I replace the the the, the quiet moments with a shot-taking moment? I've done that. I'm guilty of that. When I'm sitting in a bar and I'm looking at someone, I'm like, what the fuck do I have to talk with this guy about? And I look at him, I'm like, let's just take a shot. Because that moves time along. Well, you think she's honestly hanging out with that many people she has nothing to say to? I, well, I'm saying she went on a girl's <laughs> trip and blacked out so hard that she felt the need to, to make out with a dude. I'm out with my friends, you know, people that I like, that yeah. I've traveled with, and I have nothing to say to any of them. How about this guy? Well, this is, I mean... And she what? probably fucked that guy. I mean, like, that's probably what I happened. don't think she... It sounds she like the blew friends... blew him in the bathroom. It, it's, it, women will say shit like that. They'll, they'll go, we need to get it across that something happened. Otherwise, it's a lie. Mm. You know? So, what was it? You know, we made out... Whatever you... They, they'll, they'll tell it as far as what they think they can get forgiveness for. Yeah. But then beyond that, there's, that's where the honesty ends. Mm. So, she thinks that she can get forgiveness for this. Uh, there's something... There's definitely something she's not telling him. Definitely some element of he got some tit, uh, something. You know what I'm I mean? not even worried about that. I hear what you're saying. Like there was a nipple pledge, maybe, but I'm saying my biggest concern is okay. Why I are think you she getting him? You think so? I think so. Yeah, I think otherwise. I don't. I don't think they'd even mention a makeout. Oh, it wasn't even worth. That's the other thing. Why even bring it up? Like, why did she need to tell him this? No, but that's the thing, though. I mean, if. It seems like they're pretty committed if, if they're talking about getting engaged or whatever. She feels terrible about it. She would bring it up if, if it was just a makeout because she does actually feel bad about it. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, it is largely going to be on him if he wants this to continue. He, this, if he's going to keep this going, which it sounds like he's kind of made that decision to do, it sounds like he's like, I'm going to forgive her, but how do we move on? The only way you move on is by tra- changing the drinking habits. You can't. That's the only way to move on because right that's now you're, you're saying when she blacks out, it happened because of the blackout. Okay, so you got to take away the blackout. And if she can't do that and she won't commit to that, time to move on. Well, she'll do it for a while, and then she'll go, look, I haven't had a drink at all for six weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I'm having a drink. Now know, one many glass times of wine. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, then, yeah, it, but it but will. I would hate to be in that relationship. Like nothing is worse than being in the relationship where it's like you're sitting there with your fucked up counterpart. 
Get the fuck out of this relationship. It, it's never going to be good. <laughs> right. it's, yeah. it's always going to be bad. Yes, get out of it. And I know that it's it's a ter- it seems it sounds so insensitive to say that the worst thing that could happen right now is that this will that this will work out. That is the Honestly. worst ca- worst case scenario is that you Why guys you put this that? thing back together. Because when you're 23, you're very different from who you're going to be when you're 33. Yeah, and I you're different agree. from who you're going to be when you're fucking 43. And people used to get married when they were 17 because they lived to be 50. I hear you. And like, and why? What was the need for the girls' trip in the first place? Like, you got to get away from this dude. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of questions I have. I think most importantly is changing habits, like real change. You can't just look at each other and be like. That was one time, and then go on living the way you've been living. I know the feeling of wanting to just get it over with and move on and go, you know what, I forget. It's not that big a deal. I understand how it could happen, all that kind of shit. But, man, I mean, these things are very painful over a period of time. You know what I mean? If this happens again... I mean, twice would make him like a different person. That That is a painful thing. But yeah. I, I think it's one, end the, dr- end the drinking habits. Two... Taking some time apart to see how you feel apart. I definitely break up for a while, yeah, for sure, and just see how it goes. Yeah, just see how it goes. And you might be surprised at how many people you can fall in love with. I just think there needs to be personal growth, and it doesn't sound like personal growth is going to happen. It sounds like you're forgiving her right away, being like it, blaming the alcohol. The alcohol is another thing. She's doing the alcohol for another reason. It's just to enable her to do the things that she wants to do. Yeah, J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast. At gmail.com. Now we've now we've discussed here. I want to do some live call-ins. I don't know how the listeners feel about this. Pat, you're new to the show. We usually just take the emails. Um, I, I asked for failed sexual experiences. Uh, Mantip, I want to call this guy. This guy that this ju- one you just sent me. The one I just yeah. sent you. Okay. Uh, let's call him and try and get him on the phone. Do you have a failed sexual experience? Do you remember the the worst failure? Almost exclusively. Oh, but, uh, you know. <laughs> What's your biggest failure uh, in sex? Uh, the worst one, I guess, would be that I uh, it was in Clovis, New Mexico, at an okay. army base. Okay. And it was the middle of winter, and and I've been driving there for a couple of days. It's like being on the moon. It's the loneliest I've ever been in my life. You mm. know, like light snow falling. You pass a convenience store, and you're like, who is this convenient for? It's been 100 miles, you know? Yeah. So I got there, performed at the base. as kind of a, you know, and here's the other part. I'm not doing real well in my career. I was like, mm. I'm there for like 75 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. New Mexico. I lived in Atlanta. <laughs> what do you, drove to New Mexico. Drove to New Mexico, yeah. To do Clovis and Carlsbad and maybe Roswell or something, or maybe that fell That'd through. I don't know. I'd be scared as G- shit. Gigs all over the place. It was, oh yeah, it was, it was weird. Uh, hooked up with some girl, uh, some lady. She mm. was there on the base. Uh, you know, we're there. I got really hammered, and it went on for a long time, right? Like, like some sort of like, uh, you know, my dick not doing anything, and then finally it just kind of like fucking did something, and then I just uh, laughed, uh, and fucking like I, I, I might have come on her a little bit, and I laughed, mm. and I fucking, and she was so fucking pissed off, <laughs> stormed out the door, okay, and I heard her yelling all the way, it had to be halfway down the fucking you know breezeway there. She's fucking just, just super screaming. mad. And she was married, I think. <laughs> I had and one she th- hooked up with the drunk fucking <laughs> comic. One time I was with this girl, and this is actually fairly recently. I was in the, I was with her, and I like at night we're trying to hook up, and I'm drunk, and I'm like floppy dick, you know, like it looks like the ear of a like a of a dog, just back and forth. <laughs> 
fucking paintbrushing all over her fucking. You're praying for that moment where you hear a little noise out of the side. Stands up for a second. <laughs> I need something to happen. I'm, I'm trying to whittle a boner. You know, I'm like taking two sticks together, taping them to the side. And then I, I literally was like, it's not going to happen. So like we go to bed, wake up the next morning. I'm like, let's take another shot at it. Mm. And I can feel, you know, when you can't get it up, but then you finally do, you're like, oh, I'm going to go in five seconds. Yeah, yeah, but we've exactly. Never, you yeah. know, and it's the it's the the curse, you know, that we have to live with. And yeah. I'm about to get it up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go so fast, and we'd never have sex before. I think the first sexual experience <laughs> with someone is the most important. If you nail the first one, all the rest can suck. I've never nailed the first one. Well, I, I, this is the problem. <laughs> well, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like about to nut in like five seconds. I'm like, I, I can't get it up again. And I just faked like I couldn't. Yeah. And I and then I remember her just looking up at me like, oh, like kind of disappointed. And she was like, Do you want me to just like blow you or something? And I was like, I, and just the way she said it made me so depressed. I was like, Do you like what is this? A contract? Like, what do you do you want me to just like is this like like a like a you know the the, the second place. Well, what she was trying to say there you know? is like, uh, is there something wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> like, like <laughs> if I actually suck it and it doesn't get hard. Yeah, gotta, yeah. we have a real issue. Also, we got you got to go from blowjob to sex. I don't like going sex back to blowjob. It feels like we went back. You know, I, agree. I I'm repeating second grade. Here's the other thing I don't like to do is uh, when I when I was single I w- and I would be with women or whatever hook mm. up. I would never go. I would never go intercourse. On the first night, I, I like. Yeah. I put that up to second or third. I agree, and also it takes away the anxiety. Can mm-hmm. I trust this person coming with a woman? And you tell them that they're like, "Oh yeah, right." I'm no, like, that's oh. what they know. I, I, I think the guy, girls don't understand the anxiety after coming, mm. like the the major anxiety, the the walking away, being like, "Oh my god, do I like this person?" You know, because then you start thinking, where like the minute you like come, even in the condom, you're like, "Oh." This is person's having my baby. I have to spend the rest of my life with them. I owe them everything. Uh-huh. They own half my half my half my shit. Yeah, they it's immediately over. look different. Yeah, and you I'm see like, see the little uh, mole that you don't like. <laughs> We're trying, Manson. Did we find this guy? Yeah, he wasn't answering. So I'm gonna try him again. I love that really that, that one nighter you're talking about there. Though it's so fucking funny. That's such a funny thought. What's it's how that? different that person looks right after you ejaculate. Oh my god, you ejaculate and you're like, oh, <laughs> I I see us growing old together and just hating each other. Yeah, you know, I, I see my future like the the last emailer. You start seeing yourself <laughs> at Christmas with, with her parents and shit like that. Oh, and, and then you look at her parents on Facebook. You're like, these people. She's gonna look like this someday. <laughs> and then when you come, you're just going, get out. <laughs> That's how I come. <laughs> let's uh, let's do this one. Uh, March Madness Flake. Mansamp, cue the music. The lady. I'm a 24-year-old female listener living in a major East Coast city with the best sports team of all time and a smoking hot QB. Sounds like a Patriots fan. Yeah, that's the way they talk. Yeah, that's the way they talk, and they should all be at the show June 22nd. I'll be at Laugh Boston at 10 o'clock. Go to their website, get a ticket. Get a ticket in advance so that uh, I'm on, not on my way there and then they cancel the show because that would suck. And that's never happened before, um, <laughs> even though it has. Yeah. <laughs> um, I recently got into the podcast via my roommate, another female listener. Thanks for giving me a glance into the straight male brain and for, a- for the actually good advice. Oh, I appreciate it. So here's the deal. I met this awesome guy at a bar about a month ago, solid 888. At the beginning, he showed initiative. We went on a super fun first date, during which he asked me out on a second date to my favorite restaurant. He's hilarious, smart, fun to be around. And plus, we have great chemistry. I was sold. After our third date, we hooked up but didn't have sex. 
Sounds like our perfect night. Yeah. Um, he's told me he's not good at making plans, and he's not a big texter. Totally fine. I don't like constant <laughs> texting. Uh. This is like I, this is like setting yourself up for success. Just like, just uh. want to let you know. I'm not a big texter. Don't like to make plans. Yeah. I'm not big on uh, social media. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want to be sending pictures together. Yeah. Um, I also might come early. Um, I, you know, like I, sometimes this, I cancel last minute. This is what guys do just to let you know that they're gonna fade away. You know, like mm-hmm. I just want to let you know uh, I got a medium penis. Mm-hmm. Uh, just want to like put it out there. Yeah, uh, I'm not I'm good at meeting parents. I'm, I'm thinking not, of moving. Really, yeah, I, I, I'm not good at the city. I've done this so many times. <laughs> where I'm like, just yeah, I'm not like a good plan maker. Not a good plan maker. Everyone's a good plan maker when they want to be. Yeah, everyone knows how to treat somebody. So Whoa. to say that you're like. Oh, I'm just not a texter. Oh, you don't do the thing that everyone's doing at all hours of every day? You're the one person that doesn't know how to text at a reasonable amount of time? And making plans is like, you know, you got to be a restaurant. Yeah. You know, oh. I mean, how, where do you find a restaurant in this city? Yeah, I don't know how to go. I don't know how to go on Seamless. Mm. I, like, I just hate these people. And this is happening so much where they're elevating themselves based on their retardation. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like they're like I'm not a good texter. Like there's some special person. No, you're bad at being a human. You're not yeah. better than me. I never Google. Oh, what's guess. Google? Oh, what's the TV? Oh, I don't. You know, you have Netflix. How do you get Netflix? No, I, you're retarded. Not a big texter <laughs> means I'm not a big texter with you. Yes, that's all it is. That's all it is. And he's trying to be as direct and honest as he can. <clears throat> yeah, and that's as direct and, and honest as he can. It's be. the same thing as saying I'm so quirky and awkward. No, you're just the same as everyone trying to elevate yourself for those moments where you're not good at social situations. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you don't know how to. You know, oh, you don't like. Meeting people that you've never met before, get welcome to the club. I, everyone, yeah. everyone hates meeting new people and feels awkward about it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. don't tell me that you're fucking Zoe De Chanel now because because you had like because you missed handshook with somebody. Oh my god, such a nerd! I'm such a beautiful nerd. Such a <laughs> I have but girls will let guys off the hook all the time because they don't want to admit to themselves. And I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I'm the same person as this girl. I don't want to oh, yeah. admit to myself that I fucking suck. So I'm going to be like, yeah, she's a bad texter. Yeah. She doesn't know how to make plans. We make these excuses for other people so that we don't feel bad about the reality of this person isn't that into it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to end up being a, a lot of like, and then and then why does he, why did he do this? I don't understand. It's going to be a lot of trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, and it's really nothing to figure out. How come he was good at plans until the blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> Answer that question for me. How come he came and then all of a sudden did not a text? Tell him that you'd like to have a threesome and you want to just like maybe see plan it out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see how good a planner he is. <laughs> Unfortunately, for the past week after our third date, he's put no initi- initiative into contacting me or making plans. I was getting worried he was going to ghost me, but when I texted him, he responded right away. Yeah, that's what we do. Uh, that he was down to hang. Then he proceeded to flake on two possible... This is the move. This is the move. I, I, I am this guy. Wow. I'm this guy and this girl. I basically blew myself and then ghosted on myself. Because <laughs> I know what he's doing. I know what she's doing. Yeah. It's all... 
This we've all you, been we've all been on both sides of that. We've equation, been we've yeah. all been on this both sides of the coin, but it ended up flaking again because of March Madness. What does it mean when a guy who's not good at planning responds positively but doesn't take any action to hang out? I don't want to take the L because I'm so interested, but the realist in me says he's not that into me. Could it be bad time? E March Madness. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine not getting with the girls of your dream because you wouldn't see his playing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I Listen, future wife. Uh, uh, every year, me and my bodies, we get together. We watch again. It's a big thing. Yeah. yeah we a, got this bracket that I have 10 bucks on. Yeah. I don't think it's that big. Yeah, it, that's not a good excuse uh, if he's into you at all. And he's <laughs> not. So, uh, But you know what? The reason that he does it that way, she's like, well, what does it mean? Is that what, she, she's questions? asking, is there anything I can do besides continuing to play it, interested but not thirsty, and take initiative inviting him to fun things? Or do yeah. you have suggestions for distracting myself while I try to be cool about his flaking? You ghost him. Go well, on with your life. Yeah. Find somebody else to date, and then you might hear from him, but you probably won't. Here's, he, you're exactly right, Pat. And here's, here's what I'll... Let me answer her first question. I love this move. Done this move a thousand times. You, you get weird about texting, and then she texts you, we should hang, and you are right there with a text, totally, let's hang. And you make the date because you don't want to be the guy who left after the blowjob. So yeah. what he's doing is he's giving himself uh, a little respectability by saying, hey, I'm still talking, he's still trying to make plans, but we kept canceling, and that's why it ended. It didn't end because I came. And then that's all I wanted. And he's a genius because agreeing right away is the least number of texts. Yes. <laughs> so now he's saying, I'll get you in for next week. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, March Madness? <laughs> Which is such a ridiculous reason to cancel. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> at least have a grandmother die or some shit. Mm. March Madness. Hey, listen, it's the Sweet 16. I'm not going to be able to be on our anniversary date. Uh, like, I can't imagine. I'm seeing this other girl that night. Yeah. It's just, he's got chemistry with like an, uh, other people is it, all that is, you know? So I, I do think... That's for sure, by what, the way. The, but the movie's pulling is the... It's not exactly ghosting. It's actually haunting. Yeah. Because... <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. It's more that he is. He's saying like he's like sticking around, but he's like, "Oh, I'll do the date with you. Let's make it for next Tuesday." And then he he's slowly, "Oh, I better go to a new place to haunt," you know, like, yeah. and he's slowly moving out without being. So he doesn't want to be a dick. So he's saying. Yeah, sure, let's make plans, knowing he's going to cancel him. He blamed March Madness, and now you're going to give up, and you're going to cry yourself out like a baby. Well, he also wants to – she's an option, you know what I mean? Like, totally. keep her around. You know, just like – why burn a bridge, you know? The move for her is to be so fantastic that he looks ridiculous. So the move for her is to say, fuck all this date shit, okay? You go, go out with your friends, go have fun. Then you let him know – I'm out right now. Make it such an easy option that he'd literally have to turn to his friends and say, yeah, I'm turning down a blowjob. And they'd have to look at him and be like, what? You're just not going to go meet her at 2 a.m.? She seems like she wants to fuck. Yeah, well, I don't want to be anything with her, and I know that this is going to lead to more. So then you invite him to this like 1 a.m. hangout in Boston, make it 12 because you guys – your bars close in like 15 minutes and then you go, <laughs> you go and you you say i'm out we're hanging we're dancing come he will come and then at the end of the night you say great seeing you dance floor make out don't bring him home that's it and then 
See if he'll come the next time and come the next time and come the next time, but he never comes, literally. Mm. And you just keep pushing him off and you be, keep being that late night fun time that he thinks he's going to get blown, but never does. And then mm. three times you say to him, I'll, you say to him, listen, we're having fun. I'll hang out with you tomorrow if you want and see if he pulls on that string. And then cancel. And then, <laughs> and then fuck his best friend in front of him. No, and then, and then you go on, then you see if he'll wor- he's willing to have a date. Because you need to show that you want to hang, that your fun times at night are better than, are, are going to be worth his coming. Are we talking to a Boston girl? So like, she's. I feel like that kind of a person is competitive and shit like that, and yeah. she wants to get in there and play and and like make her make her presence known and shit like that. I I would say fade off and and, and let it get, just date somebody who's into you. But you know what? That's better because but, like you 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 show her a way to get kind of like the upper hand. Yeah, if you want to get it, if you want to see. But I'm saying there might every turn he might say no, which is fine. At least you're out having fun. I would At least think you're not so. waiting at home, twiddling your thumbs, waiting for this fucking dude who definitely go, who definitely haunted you, you know, to get out of there. It sounds like a lot of production for for a show that nobody's going to see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That, I, I think the way I played it out is a perfect scenario. At every time, he could just not come, and then you're out having fun. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You don't. You're not waiting for him. Exactly. You know the way. Yeah. Exactly. This is pushing you to go out more. Yes. With also not. Saying Perfect. that it's a yes or no from him. You're waiting on him to join your bus. Get on your train. That's, really, that's really smart. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored. Um, blue apron. Some of you have sent me snaps of you cooking the blue apron, which is very cool. Um, that's what you should be doing. You should be sending this to chicks and dudes. Look at what I'm making tonight. This is, I, I got a lot of shit because I make these omelet videos. When I'm cooking the I'm cooking an omelet because I got on this whole omelet bender. Uh, this guy Sadiq Hadzavik, he's got like a million Instagram followers. I emailed him for a whole fitness thing, and he helped me out a bit. So the big thing was breakfast was this big omelet, and I love making it. It's fun to cook. It's fun to take, and I take videos of me doing it. And you wouldn't believe the response from women, like the women that write me. Love that omelet because it gives them something to talk about that isn't just your face. So with this Blue Apron shit, you take a video of you making these Blue Apron things, people are going to say, what are you cooking? What are you making? What are you doing? You're doing something that not everyone else is doing. Right, and they look like something you're not supposed to be able to make. Yeah, look at the food. Hold on. If you can execute a really good omelet too, that's everything. Yeah, Yeah, I flip the omelet. I do a flip every now and again, and I get response like you wouldn't believe. So I'm saying with Blue Apron, and I mean like they got they got shit on the menu, like seafood. When the fuck are you gonna make seafood, idiots? You're never gonna make seafood. You're not gonna make a salmon. You're not gonna make. I mean like you're not gonna make. Do we have a list of what the... Yeah, let's get the featured upcoming. Parmesan-crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. Dude, if you're making a Parmesan-crusted chicken, girl or guy, someone's responding to that snap. Yeah, of course. And listen, um, so basically, it's affordable, less than $10 a meal, tons of variety. There's new recipes every week, flexible. You can customize your recipe based on your preferences. Easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card. Guaranteed. Blue Aprons, freshness guaranteed. Promises. Every ingredient in your delivery, ready to cook. Okay, listen. The best part is it's portioned out for a single person. 
So when you go to the grocery store, you waste tons of money on shit you never use. They give you all the portions. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Come on. That's three Instagram story posts I'm giving you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. This that's is gonna, it's three gonna... opportunities for chicks or dudes to get in touch with you being like, are you making Parmesan chicken? It's going to actually improve your social life. It's yeah, it's going to improve you. With free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash JTrain. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. You will always you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home meal home cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So your move should be you get a blue apron, those first three meals are free, and you're gonna be cooking it up, and you do like you do like your emerald. You do the step by step with your Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat followers, and people will be like, What's going on with this dude? Or lady. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com we're gonna do one more email I know Pat's gotta get going so is one more cool yeah so we'll do one more email um, I like this one am I a fuck boy I don't like this term fuck boy it's like the male slut I don't like the uh, word slut I never like the word slut I, I, I like the word slut when you're fucking you know mm. but fuck boy in the throes of, of, of passion you fucking slut fuck boy is kind of a <laughs> Thanks for the example. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. A, yeah. Imagine I was fucking you. Yeah, that's what I would say. You would say you fucking slut. But fuck boy sounds gay. It sounds like a gay thing. Can you imagine a woman yelling "fuck boy" during no, sex? I never. can't. Hey, fuck boy. Yeah, no, it's like even... it's emasculating. It's stupid. Like it doesn't sound like back in the day it used to be like player or whatever. Yeah, which yeah, like yeah. Has a better connotation. I, feel like I like once hooked boy. up with this girl, and <laughs> yeah, in the middle, really, yeah. I hooked up with this girl. She was southern, and I loved it. She would go. She would go. This is going to get hot, okay? So get out your boners, dudes. Uh, she would go, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. I fucking loved it. Loved it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, boy. Like B-O-I. It sounded like she said it with an I. And they, yeah, boy. I loved it. I was into it. I was like, oh, man. That's totally different. Totally different. Yeah, that's totally different. I, I agree. That's Dad. not like fuckboy. Yeah, I don't like fuckboy. I've, I've, I've gotten several of my friends to listen to the podcast since I started listening a year ago. Consider your biscuits buttered. They are. Uh, so Saturday, I recently you helped me with a window tap, which led to a DM. So we have this. <laughs> so the, There's a lot of language issues in this thing. Uh-huh. The window tap is when you like a bunch of girls' Instagram pictures in a row. So she sees that you liked a bunch in a row. Then she goes to your profile and then maybe she write, likes a bunch of yours in a row. Now you send a DM that's like, hey, now that we've liked each other's, uh, all each other's pictures, figured I'd say hi. Starts the conversation. But uh, the window tap is you just tapping on all those Instagram photos, being like, I'm here. Hello. Uh, Hello. That makes like That's good. I'm hard. You know, okay. that type of thing. So, <laughs> so Saturday... Uh, we got to talking, and she, girl A, asked me to come hang out and see her. For reference, her school is about an hour from my school, and I have friends at her university. So Saturday, I decided to go up and see girl A. Man, this guy is traveling. This guy is on the road. Our trip to some vagina. In the meantime, there was another girl, girl B, who I had drunk, snapped, and flirted with, going so far as to ask girl B to hang out, to which she declined. Okay, it sounds like you got one girl, dude. Uh, turns out girl A and B went to the same <laughs> high school near my town. 
when have the same mutual friends. These girls friend uh, girls friend adds me on Snapchat and bluntly says, "Are you a fuckboy?" Saying that I was playing these girls. I replied with all with we are all adults and she needs to stop treating me like a child and let her friends think for themselves. Man, there's no more childish way to respond to someone than don't treat me like a child. No adult has ever said that. Skip ahead to Saturday night. A girl A and I drunk uh, are drunk and all over each other. So that's girl A. That's the Instagram girl. Then we got to talking, and I told her what her friend said to me and explained my end of the situation. Girl A told me that the girl who snapped me had told her that I was dating around and that I was a fuckboy. I explained that I was actually romantically interested in girl B and that I had actually had a huge crush on her, girl A, for some time now. What? Romantically and crushed? How is he separating those two? Things got hot, and I went back to her dorm. We ended up just passing out with a Stevie makeout. That's a long way for a makeout. Took an hour. I, I left Sunday morning early. Text her when I got home. Asked what she was doing. She told me that she needed to think about things. I feel dude. like this is a bad sign. Please help me, Jared. I really <laughs> it's dig a this real girl. bad sign. Yeah, it doesn't sound good for you, dude. Uh, I don't want to jeopardize this anymore. Uh, P.S. I'm not dumb enough to realize that I wasn't careful and perhaps played my cards wrong, and I'll own my mistakes. Yeah, dude, you played a lot of things wrong. <laughs> I mean, the whole "Am I a fuckboy?" thing. Like, no, you're just you're just a dude with a full penis. And don't ever forget it. Don't don't buy into these dumbass terms and and that that's something bad. Yeah, Are you a yeah, fuckboy? Yeah. Like it's an accusation. I'm doing what everybody's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever I want because I can. Yes. And it's also, yeah, you made some mistakes along the way. I wouldn't have crossed the circles. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Here's the problem with all this social media shit: is if you're just throwing a bunch of shit in the wall, uh, more than one thing might stick at the same time. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like the problem with Bumble and like all these dating apps is and, and being so far out there, it can be exhausting. Right now, you've exhausted yourself. You got one girl you're romantically into, one girl you got a crush on. I don't fucking know. And you're driving an hour away to try and get off. You're doing a lot to get very little. Yeah, he's obsessed. So I think what he needs to do is, I think he's got to one, throw some of this in the toilet He's got to masturbate a little bit more. He's got to fucking put, <laughs> put some of this aggression into a tissue and feel a little bit, like, relieved of, of I, these. I bet you he's doing, all, doing that, like, crazy already. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's you know, what, what, 20 or something like that? Of course. I, I think with, like, the, okay, when you take a swing with a DM, when you take a swing with, like, these, these tapping on the window, mm-hmm. keep it to one swing. You know, keep that narrowed because you got to have your... If you're in the hookup game and if you're a guy that's looking to get out there, you have to have, you have to have, it's kind of like the, you have to have your land troops and your air troops. Mm. Okay. This analogy make, may make no sense. I think it does already. But, yeah. So I'm saying like, you have I'm to excited have, to see where this yeah, goes. This is going to go. So I'm saying you got to have your ground game covered. So that's your your friends of friends, the girls you see in classes, the people you you know you see at parties, and then there's this fanciful air game. Those are your you know your people you came across because you are on Instagram four friends deep and you're like an hour away. You know, like you can your Snapchat people. You you know like there's this like the. Then there's a girl who, you know, works at the coffee shop you go to every yeah, day. Yeah, I'm know? just saying, like... Special teams. There's special teams. <laughs> I'm trying to um, give a better analogy of this. It's, it's like, there's your reaches, 
and your non-reaches. Okay, your reaches are like these people you see on social media that you have no connection to other than like three friends down the line that you sent a Facebook message to and it's kind of creepy. That's a reach. If you're reaching on every play, you need to start working on the people in your social circles. You need to start having real relationships because if you're sitting there every day sending out snaps to people you barely know and DMs to people you barely know and a Facebook message to people you barely know, now you're forming no um, critical social skills that are necessary for interacting with these people when you do get to them. So I'm saying the, there's localized people that you should be working on to have relationships with. And then there's like to be able to do these crazy out of mind things like DMing a random person to see if you could hang out an hour away. Does that make sense? Well, not only that, yeah, exactly. It makes total sense because you do end up just like with, uh, social media relationships are not relationships. Yes. They're, they're a weird hybrid, but there's something and they matter and you can sometimes cash them. The thing is, is when she asked if you were a fuckboy, she probably as dumb as that is, wanted you to be a fuckboy mm. and not a, no, I'm romantically interested. Let's no, have yeah, a makeout yeah, yeah, sesh. Yeah, totally right. Yeah, and no, that's like, why yeah, she's I put confused. My, I put she my, wanted to get fucked. <laughs> I put myself out there. I feel like kind of an idiot. Um, I didn't know that you guys knew each other from high school. Yeah, I thought you both were hot and that's why I'm here right now. That's why I drove an hour away Yeah, to someone I barely know. She's complicit in this thing too. She's invited you to the school that you had other friends that knew that you barely knew each other I'm not saying that gives you a right to like do anything. I'm just saying that she's in on this weird thing already. Yeah. So yeah, to yeah. say like, how are you Snapchatting people? You did the deed with the devil. You know, like, what do you think? I'm not putting this out there everywhere. Hey, look, I'm worthless. You know what I mean? You're not taking anything from her. <laughs> I'm worthless. I have nothing. Uh, I, I, let's I just, just do it once and move on. But my advice to this guy love that. is to really start working on your localized connections. Start having friendships and uh, like, and, you know, like actual interactions with women that don't happen behind a computer screen or a or a phone. And I do agree, there's fun in the DM and the sliding into the DMs and taking the hour trip with a fucking rock hard dick on the way on the way there. I get where that animalistic thing comes from because I've been there, but. You have to also have the thing at home where you're good at talking to friends and girls and you you have personal relationships because right now it sounds like you're doing everything online and nothing in person. So when you got there and she was like, are you a fuckboy? You didn't have the interpersonal skills to be able to say, yeah, I'm kind of a fucking idiot and laugh it off. Yeah. You, you had the interpersonal skills that exist online where you're like, I'm romantically inclined to you. <laughs> and that's something you would write over text or over DM. That's not something you would say in person. Man, we came a long way from me talking about ground game and flight game. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like where we ended up. Yeah, you need both, though. It's like you said. It's, you, it's fun to have that shit that you sometimes, you know. I've done it. I've been there. I've DM'd with a chick and been like, what the fuck am I doing meeting with this chick? What am I doing? We barely even know each other. But then I've also been able to get through that awkwardness because... I've had relationships with girls that I've met in person and I have friends that are women and I've noticed, you know, I have friendships with pe- other people that aren't online. So mm-hmm. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Pat Dixon, thank you for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, man. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. At Pat Dixon on Twitter. Go follow him, support him. He's super funny, great on stage. Also, he's got the New York City Crime Report. You can go find that crimereport.nyc that's crimereport.nyc New York City Crime Report great show I love the description I love I love that it's a concept and you know that this is what people should add 
to their portfolio. So we're going to be right back with news and hypotheticals. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Pat Dixon had to go. You should all go follow him. He's so funny, so great, and it's a great show. New York City Crime Report. It's been around forever. I know he does live ones too. Um, so go to CrimeReport.nyc and it's at Pat Dixon on Twitter. Man Samp, thank you for coming on. Hey buddy, at Man Samp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Let's get into some Would You Rather's. This one's a dark one. Is that okay with you, Man Sam? <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine, yeah. Let's see that Jew magic work. Pretty dark Would You Rather. Would you rather go through one cycle of chemotherapy every other year? One cycle, full cycle can last about four months, get all the side effects. Okay. Or suck a dick every other month, and it's a different guy each time. <laughs> they will be brought to you. Ah. This is a this is a crazy. What's wrong with this person? Yeah, that's an impossible. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, this is like insensitive because I sound. It sounds bad to be like I'll take the cancer. I guess. Well, you're not getting cancer. That's the question. That's the thing. You're just you're going, just going, through, going the through the treatment, which is not pleasant either. But no, but I'm losing weight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I you know like yeah. I get a new do a lot of I get a lot of people feeling good for you know sending condolences and you know no i mean i was looking probably to go with the cancer not the cancer yeah. excuse me the chemotherapy probably that seems also, like the only option i yeah. mean i'm not gonna you know because no one's gonna feel for me sucking a dick every other month now if i was like yeah i gotta do this dick suck again they'd be like hey yeah you know yeah you made a deal and plus go. the frequency that's that's what's messed up yeah the frequency's messed up and it's also like i think i'd gain weight with all the dick sucking, I'd be like so nervous about having to do it that next month that I yeah you're eat. not gonna feel good, but you're gonna stress eat stress eat and all that stuff. Uh, let's do another. Would you rather? But yeah, but that's a weird one, you know. That was a little we weird. Like to keep it a little lighter, but all right. I mean, <laughs> this is uh, this guy. Okay, hold on. This guy wanted a shout out. All right, let me read this, and then he's got a question. Can I get a shout out for the hello I sent you on Snap? Yeah, this dude sent me a. Uh, a hello on Snap. It was really funny. Uh, the bouncer almost kicked my dick in, but I'm sure I caused a few lady boners in the process. Send all dicks and shits and no tits to my buddy on Snap. TC2. That's TC2. Also, I wanted to run one question by you. I used some of your previous Jewish wa- sage wisdom and side commented this fitness girl in the gym. I need to know the quickest route to put my extra weak medium in her ass. <laughs> it's a long way to go man she's a 599 the only reason i give her a nine for personality is because she's so jacked she might kick my ass if i didn't so her body's a nine but so i guess this dude's into like a jack check but i'm wondering what my play is got her number about three days ago she's in the gym every single time i go after i got the number she went back and tapped on the window of my pick of mine on instagram from about two months ago do i ask her to work out get drinks blow job in the sauna not sure my play any advice from you the esteemed guest in the ADA man sample would would be awesome Uh what do you think i well i love that he brought up the ADA. i mean he's already got the number that's the hardest part yeah, I mean, well, I wouldn't do the the hangout or whatever at the gym. No, you that's take where it you, out of the gym. Take it out of the. You got to take it out of the gym, yeah. and you got to send her a text being like, "Hey, hey." Um, I would invite her to keep it. It sounds like he wants to keep it casual. To keep it casual, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm going out with a few friends to do this. Uh, we're gonna go to this bar. You should definitely come with some friends, and then make it a yeah. group thing. Doesn't feel weird. Or you go the other route. You say, "Hey, I'm gonna get drinks after work this week." 
you're free. It's as easy as that. Absolutely. The hardest part is the side comment on the on the gym chick. That's the hardest part. Right. Well, he could even invite her. I mean, now that he's done that already, he could invite her at the gym. Be like as he's leaving, be like, "Hey, you know, yeah. going out this weekend, you want to come out?" Would you rather be notified, sent a text every time someone is talking crap about you, your looks, your cooking, your laugh, etc., or a text be sent to a person you talk crap about every time with every detail you said about them? <laughs> Note, even if you said something good to follow up the trash talk, it would not be included in the text. Also, this does not exclude chicks, dudes, you're banging your husband, wife, or your boss. As a chick, I would much rather receive a text. We just lost a mic. <laughs> That's okay. The ghost we'll of Pat Dixon just <laughs> push over mic. Eva, as a chick, I would much rather receive a text every time someone talks crap about me because then I would not know whether or not to waste my time with that person. What do you think? So wait, so let me be clear. So if I'm talking <laughs> shit about my wife or whatever, my mom, it's not going to them. Well, it's not going to them. It is going to them. Oh, it's going to everybody. A text be sent to the person you talk crap about every time with detail you said about them. Hmm. Well, I thought I felt like there was more of a cl- like a clear, you know, a uh, clarifying point at the end there. But even if you t- said something good to follow up the trash talk, it would not be included in the text. Is what you're saying? No, I'm I'm getting the text about someone saying stuff about me. I guess, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't. I would just clean up. You know, I would just be m- way tighter about who I was. You know, oh, talking I'd have shit nothing about. to talk about if I couldn't talk shit. No, but I don't care about certain people. Like if I make a comment about certain people, I don't give a shit. If they uh, no way, man. I would not want to deal with the awkwardness. Of seeing that person after, like, knowing they got the text and then I got to see them? Yeah. I don't know. That's not... Well, I found out this kid I went to high school with who I've never really got along and I, I just, just... I don't like... He's one of the few people that I really mm. don't, I don't like. I don't see that we from just, you. No, I, I pretty much get along with everybody. I, yeah. I can find a reason to like you. I don't like this kid. And then I found out he's going to law school and he's my he's 31 now. And I was like, how the fuck did he get into law? Like, I'm shocked by the fact that he got <laughs> to law school. And I was like, there's no way he's going to finish, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you want him to get that text? Yeah, I'd be perfectly fine with him getting that text, yeah. Let's do hypothetical. One more. Okay. Hey there, J-Train. Got a hypothetical that has been debated in our group text the last few days, and it's been getting heated in there, to say the least. Here it goes. Would you rather have every movie you watch slowly become animated and turn into the movie Shrek, <laughs> or have every song you listen to slowly turn into All Star by Smash Mouth? Oh, so every movie... Would you rather have every movie you watch slowly become animated and turn into Shrek? It's hilarious, yeah. Or have every song you listen to slowly turn into All Star by Smash Mouth? Love to hear your opinion as it's about 50 50 on our group. Thanks. Love the pod. Keep up doing Yahweh's work. What do you think? Um, I think I would probably, as long as it was after like the first chorus of every song, I'd be okay with it turning it to All Star. Couldn't, no way. No. The movie. Why? The movie. Because I'm thinking about like, I would. I think I would go crazy. But every think about this. You're watching a documentary, or whatever, and it's halfway I'm through. Not, now you're watching I, Shrek. I make it halfway through movies, anyways. Okay. I don't. I don't really like. I'm not sticking around for a lot of movies. I, I don't make it to the end of very many, especially on Netflix. I'm going halfway in. Okay, so you're done anyway when it's yeah. Shrek. Okay. I mean, with a song, I can be taken away. I could be thinking about something, and all of a sudden, I gotta fucking go through All Star again. Right. You know. Yeah. Don't get it. Would be, be annoying for sure. But and then you're at the gym. Can you imagine being in the gym and fucking all of a sudden, again? Like, how hard would a run be? Right. Well, at least it's not a downer of a song, though. You know what I mean? It's like, it'll keep the energy up. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. But I'm, I'm going with the... the. <laughs> I'm just saying, at your wedding. It's like your wedding dance. It turns yeah, into yeah. All-Star. <laughs> <laughs> Father-daughter dance. Yeah. Uh, all-Stars, you're an All-Star. That would be great. All right. Well, 
man, Sam. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, buddy. Um, and thank you, the listener. Thank you for listening. J Train Podcast. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Tell a friend. Tell one friend about this show, and we're going to be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.